Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to the Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. Hey, John, I see you got a grid right there. Is that something I do have a about? grid. I'm okay. breaking down. We're breaking down <laughs> spiritual gotcha. things over here. As a secret way of life. Right. Kind of thing we've got bar, like? yeah. uh, bar graphs. We've got yeah. pie charts. We've got connect the dots, whatever you want over here. But yeah, we're going to be jumping into that here in a minute. Um, you know, Victor, you and I and David got a chance to to talk before the show. David's on the other side of the camera for those of you that may be watching or listening for the first time, another friend of ours. And we were talking about some common things that we all deal with, and uh, it's going to be a common theme for the show today. So I'm excited to get into that. But before we do, I want to talk about a couple things coming up. I know some people have been asking, hey, where are you going? And, you know, when can we see you? Are you coming to our neck of the woods? All that stuff's on our website, Victor. It's at justaguyonthepew.com. You can go to the events and book me page. And right there at the top is a calendar. The first part of it will show you the next three things we have coming up. But if you click the thing to the left, it says entire calendar or something like that. It'll show you where we're going throughout the rest of the year. But, you know, July, we're sort of taking a vacation with our families, uh, still doing podcasts and stuff. But as far as travel, not much of that outside of a training I'm doing down at the JP2 Healing Center uh, with Dr. Bob Schutz I'm looking forward to. But in August, the first week, we're going to have weekend, we're going to have a, a mission, Restored Parish Mission at Holy Family in Nashville, outside of Nashville at Brentwood, Farm, uh, Franklin area. Excited to go up there, start a men's group, and do that mission. Um, I know that we've got a men's uh, conference down at the Christ in You Men's Conference in uh, Beaumont, Texas. My buddy Andy uh, Saunier, and there's a bunch of great guys who are going to be there. So I'll be speaking at that men's conference. That is August the 20th, I do believe. And then the last weekend of August, we're going to be in Wichita Falls, Texas, out there at Sacred Heart doing a restored parish mission and starting a men's group there. So just some things that are coming up. People have been emailing and asking us, Victor. So an update there. And, and look, that's what we love to do. I love to go and speak. I love to go and, and to talk to people about God's love for them, their personal identity of what, what the Lord is, is really trying to tell them about their lives, that he loves them, that they are enough. And we're going to talk about some of that on the show today. Um, but then to also talk about the importance of a personal relationship and how necessary that is to have that personal relationship with Jesus and with others to be the men that we're called to be and to call to call other men into the men that they're called to be. So if you're interested in starting a men's group in your parish, like Victor and David and I, and, and so many of our friends are involved in, in our parish that's helped us so much, then I'm glad to come to your parish and help start that. There's so many men out there they're longing for community. They're longing for a sense of purpose. They're longing for a relationship with the Lord again. And we can help build those places where men can be uh, vulnerable and real and authentic and, and really peel back the onion, if you will, to, to sort of get down to the things that, that the Lord wants us to get to so we can get them out of the way and become the husbands and fathers our wives and our children deserve. So if you're interested in that, that's what I love to do. That is the passion of this ministry. You can find out more about that. Sign up for a call with me or with Lucy, our assistant, to find out more information by going to justagotinthepew.com. Same events page. Just scroll down a little to the middle, and you'll see uh, the men's portion there, and you can sign up and fill out a form for us to get in contact with you. But that's how we love to spend our time doing that and going to men's conferences. So anything you want us to come do, Give us a call and we'll try to do that because we love getting out there and talking to people about the Lord and establishing a place for people to grow in their relationship with them. So, 
got that going on. Also, I would be uh, expecting a a bop on the head or a, a nasty email from Father Larry if I didn't mention the pilgrimage we have together next year. Was with him a couple weeks ago at the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. And uh, we really got to talk a lot about the pilgrimage to Israel. If you don't know about that, follow Larry Richards from the Reason for Our Hope Foundation. And uh, we are going to lead a pilgrimage to Israel May 10th through the 21st of 2023. We'll be going to all the spots you would want to see in the Holy Land. We're going to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. It's going to be amazing. It'll be my first time to go. I'll probably be crying the whole time. <laughs> just, just a forewarning there. Just, just realize that I'm in the footsteps of Christ and where he stood and where he taught and where he loved us all so well. But Father Larry's been a bunch of times. He knows the sights. He he's just has an amazing trip over there year after year. I'm glad that he invited me to be a part of it and that we're going to get to go together. We're great friends. And I know that if you choose to go over there with us, you're going to have a great time. So you can find out more about that on the events and book me page where it's about the third thing down and you'll see pilgrimage with Father Larry. You can sign up there. All the vaccination mandates have been lifted in Israel, so you don't have to be vaxxed or any of that. You can go now and enjoy the Holy Land. So if you want to do that, I promise you it's going to be worth your time. We're going to have a lot of laughs. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to get to know the Lord in a more intimate way, and you're going to enjoy a trip of a lifetime. So please feel free to sign up and join us there. Go check out more information at justagallonpew.com. Finally, just want to say thank you to those supporting us. You know, every month there's checks that come in and or uh, online donations from donorbox.org slash pew. I just want to say thank you. Um, you know, I can spend time inviting more people to give, uh, and that's great if you want to, but I just want to say thank you for the people that do. Um, it helps, and it makes this possible, and it's just a hug from God every time we receive one of those to know that what we're doing is making a difference. So thank you to all of you that have given, whether it's 5 bucks or 5000 bucks or you know, and everything in between. We just thank you. And, and if you have a heart to give and you want to support what we're doing, I invite you to do that too, either at donorbox.org slash pew or becoming a, a, a member of our community at justagallonpew.com. So anyway, thank you for all of that. Thanks for listening to that. Victor, we're going to get into something that I think every guy deals with. Um, and if they don't, then it's just something that they haven't. Uh, what, hair loss? Yeah, well, uh, if you're talking about uh, this yeah. guy, yes. <laughs> yeah, like it, not hair loss, like hair vanquishing, yeah, if you will. Right. It's like yeah. I woke up one morning, I was like a bird, I molted. Gotcha. Like everything was just gone. But no, it's it's something you and I and David talked about before the show, and it's something that, you know, you feel it in ministry, definitely from my perspective mm-hmm. of being in ministry a lot of times. You know, you're sitting in this this very beautiful studio we have now, and, you know, sometimes this, this feeling we're talking about could come from just feeling like you're alone in things, although I have two great brothers like you and many others. Um, I know that people feel it in their jobs and their relationships with their wives, and it's the pain of inadequacy, right? Just as men, it seems like one of our original wounds uh, from the fall was just inadequacy, right? God God said, because of this, you're going to toil, you know, you're going to work hard, you're going to have to sweat, nothing's going to come easy. And I think part of that, that, uh, that kind of, I don't want to say sentence, but the way we were having to spend our life because of the choice Adam and Eve made, kind of provides a place for some of these fears and one of the greatest fears men deal with I think is inadequacy I know it's something that tries to rear its ugly head in my life a lot um, and it's something that I just hear men again and again in this ministry mm-hmm. and in our relationships and, and and even if guys aren't being honest about like just outwardly being vulnerable and sharing that inadequacy you can hear it in their voice you could see it in their demeanor and in the way that maybe their their shoulders are Right. Or sunk some days when we're when we're feeling kind of beat down by this. Well, I mean, the whole message in this ministry, obviously, is we're we're reaching out to men who are in a place where they find themselves, um, they unrecognizable to themselves. Yeah, you know, they 
something has happened along the way where either something got their attention away from their faith or they, they stopped going to mass, they stopped going to church, they stopped reading, whatever, where they were at one point in their life, they, were very, they felt joy. And they're trying to find that elsewhere. And, and when we do that, we always end up in a dead end called inadequacy. You know, yeah. like, well, I'll chase this dream of a career. Well, guess what? That might not end where you want it to go to. Right. So therefore, I feel inadequate because I didn't complete that goal. Or um, I'm gonna, I met the love of my life, and you know, we're never going to have problems. Well, that's naive as well. But, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, yeah, we may share find, that secret if you right. have that one. <laughs> that's right. We, we find ourselves inadequate in our relationships sometimes because we, we have this image of what we want to be but yet we always fail to provide that that self that we provide because we're so frustrated with the things around us yeah. you know things take our attention away from who we truly need to be and and little bits and pieces of us have like slowly been taken away from us over the years and that's because it's called sin mm-hmm. where everything has been taken us over who our true self-identity is the enemy has been picking away with us and saying you're not worth this you're not worth this who do you think you are and so through over times of failure, if we don't stay correctly in our faith or strong in our faith, we tend to believe these inadequacies. We yeah. tend to believe these things that these untruths that, you know, uh, kind of corrupt our mind, the feeling that we're not worthy of anything that we set our mind to. Because why, why start this if it's not going to be where I think I need to be? Right. No, you're you're completely, you know, on target with that. And, and you know, here's the thing, like behind every you know call it inadequacy whatever you want but like there's always a root mm-hmm. you know you know lie to that or a root fear if you will and and it really when you say i'm feeling inadequate it's you're basically saying like i'm not enough All right you know, i'm just not enough and and man that is a terrible feeling and there's probably a ton of guys that are listening to this that may be feeling that way right now and and just to let you know like i've today alone actually for the last month and a half of my life i've felt like that you know i've I've just, you know, for whatever reason that, you know, we talked about a few weeks ago in the suffering episode a little bit and, and it's just, you're doing, you're doing, you're doing. And the enemy knows that us as men, we have this root lie or this root fear that I'm not going to be enough. I'm not going to be enough for my wife. I'm not going to be enough of a provider for my family. I'm not going to be enough of a friend. I'm Mm -hmm. not, you know, and, and that's what it is. You start to go down this path, man. And like, with me, I can physically feel when this happens, like it's almost like I'm falling downstairs in slow motion. Like it starts off with, well, that didn't work out. Well, I didn't work out. Well, if you were better at this, or maybe if you had done this different, a different way, or if you were more gifted in this way, then this would have turned out. You're like, man, I'm, I'm just, you know, wow. I, I wish uh, I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gifted in that way. Well, then you go, well, well, maybe I'm not gifted in a lot of other things. And you start looking at your relationship with your wife. You're going, well, man, I, it looks like I fail at that too. I'm not present enough or I don't give enough time to that. And, man, I'm not only, you know, failing in this regard and inadequate in this situation here, but now I'm an inadequate father. And, man, my kids, I mean, I ask them to do stuff with me and they're not really interested to do stuff with me. And you, you just keep going down this hole and eventually you hit the bottom. And it's just – I can't even describe the feeling, but, mm-hmm. like, your gut is just turning over – and it's like you come to this this final thing that I think the enemy wants you to say out loud, which is, I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not enough. And when he gets you to that place, man, it's just like despair takes over. You know, all of a sudden everything you touch is bad and there is no hope and there is no joy and it's not possible and you don't deserve it and and all of these things. And, 
you know, we, it, it makes us to forget God's love, you know, and in fact, I've got something here that a friend of ours, Devin, he shared with me today that runs the Catholic bookstore, St. Paul's in Memphis. By the way, call that number if you yeah. need any books. Yeah. I mean, she's a she, saint. She's they a got a website. Yeah. Encyclopedia of knowledge. Yeah. So. She's actually, um, you know, consecrated virgin here in the diocese. I mean, she's a phenomenal person and we were talking today and I was sharing with her a little bit of, you know, the inadequacies I've felt lately. And she shared something with me that Dr. Uh, Bob Schutz and Christopher West worked on one time talking about just the, the spousaming of the body and TOB stuff and just going through like the attributes and of a man and a woman and just going by identity, sin, fear, compensation, need, confidence, restoration, and prayer. And, you know, one of the things it talks about for men is the sin is forgetting God's love. Mm-hmm. You know, when you become inadequate, you just think I'm not enough. I, 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 and it sends us inward, right? It does. It's like, well, either I'm going to, I'm going to, grab my bootstraps and pull myself up and, and I'm going to will my way through this, which a lot of times we can't, we wind up sliding back down that right. slippery wall and then you're going to say, I knew it. Even when I try my hardest, I'm still not enough. And it's whenever we're focusing on that inwardness, instead of focusing on things outward, right? The, the gratitude, focusing on what's going on in somebody else's life, you know, those inadequacies makes us, t- makes us turn and focus on our deficiencies. And we get obsessed with that, right? Is, well, you're right. I'm never going to be good at this. I'm never going to be good enough for that. I'm never going to. And you just get in this place of despair and the devil just sits there and it's like, he's got your hog tied. It's like, boom, there, there you're going to lay, Yeah. you know? And the other thing you're going to do is you're going to try to compensate or overcompensate by controlling. Well, if I'm not good enough, well then I'm just going to start taking control of everything and I'm going to show people I'm good enough and I'm going to, I'm going to force my way into all these things. And, and that never works out either because then you're trying to overcompensate for something. So, I think we have to first realize that it comes from a place of a lack of affirmation, right? Like for men, most of the time it's, it's from a father or a father figure. I mean, a lot of times it's from women too, you know, you hear guys go, well, this woman didn't love me right. Or I didn't, you know, she never tells me I'm good enough or I don't work Mm -hmm. hard enough or whatever you could say that. But I think for most of us, it comes from a deep place, like a father wound, you know, it's really like maybe our dad didn't tell us we were enough or, or another father figure in our life or our coach that pushed us all the time and never told us we were good enough. And, and, and that may sound weak to some, but I think it's, if it sounds weak to you, it's probably because you just haven't dealt with it in your own life yet. You know, it's there in all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we have to come to the realization that we aren't enough, right? <laughs> right. Like the devil is tricking us into thinking that you should be enough, but you aren't, therefore you're a failure. Mm-hmm. But the trick is like, we were never enough. Right, we're enough only when we understand that we're enough because God loves us. We're never going to be enough over here by ourselves while God walks over here at a distance. We're only going to be enough when we let Him in and we surrender and we let Him have that control and we realize that the only reason that we're able to do the things in our life is because we we have allowed Him to work through us. And this is where I think so many of us struggle is because maybe we don't have that relationship with Jesus. Maybe we've simply walked away in our lives from him and we're trying to white knuckle it and to prove that we don't need him or to prove that we're a man without anybody or anything, which so many men walk through this life like a one man army trying to do. And we find ourselves in this place of, of just trying to climb up this sheer wall, if you will. I mean, a wall like this with no handholds and we get a little bit up and then we fall and then we get a little bit up and we fall and then we get a little closer and then we slip again and, and you start to what? Lose hope. Right. And that's what the devil wants is for every man, every woman on this earth to lose hope that if there is a God, he doesn't love me. If there is a God, he doesn't care about me. If, if he did love me, it's because I, I'm good enough. Right. And it's something that 
draws another line in our life that we have to earn God's love. And Victor, as you know, that is a lie of the devil. It's a lie of the evil one and one that seeks to to disrupt and to separate rather than to bring together, which is what God wants with all of us. All right. Well, um, we can never earn God's love. I mean, that's that's I think that's where we the, the fallback we, we fall on is is saying like, well, because I, I haven't been a good person, then then what has happened to me, then maybe it's my own fault. Well, possibly. Yeah. But yeah. But the thing is, God doesn't will bad things to happen to you. Like I said, God's love is free. And for us to understand that, we mean we mean free. You yeah, know, everything in this life costs something, right? Our head around what that free gift of love is because we're being here and human, our minds are not conceptually 100% able to grasp what that love, that action of love that he did on the cross for us. We, we see it as kind of like a story sometimes or something's played out, and we, and we weep when we see it. But as soon as we walk away from that, that image, we, we forget how quickly we forget about that, that gift yeah. of free love. And, and I think when we find ourselves reconciled with ourselves and with our Savior and whatever the, the um, I guess you say, the trauma we carry around with ourselves like a rucksack, when we finally let that down, then we're able to kind of see a Father that is fully, fully present with us when we ask Him to be there. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, and for people like myself who probably wasn't as strong in my faith because I made up as I was went because in my Protestant faith, I kind of like said, well, this is how it fits what I believe, you know, so therefore I carried what the beliefs that I felt, maybe not totally tangible what the, the denomination was supposed to be holding then. And maybe as Catholics, we do the same thing too, yeah. you know, we pick and choose what we want so that we, we like, why am I not feel like I'm fulfilled enough? Well, because we haven't fully embraced our faith. Yeah. You know, we're still hiding from, from things that we haven't fully discussed with anybody. Or gone to confession or anything like that we just continue to battle ourselves with well and i think we don't you know obviously we know that not enough of us spend time in scripture we don't spend enough time in prayer right generally that's i mean what we're talking about is when you're in that inadequacy you're in a place of desolation right and i mean if you're familiar with the ignatian spirituality discernment of spirits i mean if you're not you can go check out our episode with father timothy gallagher uh where he, the, he's basically a master of it teaches it all over the world and he's you know he's got that down pat so go watch that episode or anything he's done but basically desolation is when you know you feel separated from the lord and you feel alone and you feel darkness and and our first um you know our first in what am i trying to say our first reaction is to quit praying mm -hmm. right is to as well i just feel alone in this and god's not helping and nobody else is and i just got to power my way through this and and that's actually the worst thing to do. You're actually supposed to pray more than you ever have and pray harder. And it's hard because a lot of the things you're praying feel like futile, you know, mm -hmm. you, futile. You know, you, you say, um, well, God, like, please help me feel better. I don't want to feel like this. Or, or man, God, now that feels selfish. I'm praying about the way I feel. But God, just let your will be done. But what if your will is not my will? And, and oh, my gosh, i got to pray something differently. And you're trying to just almost craft the perfect prayer when a lot of times God's just calling you to come and be with him and, right. and he knows that you're hurting, right? He knows that you're feeling inadequate. And a lot of times we want to tell God everything and we don't want to let him just hold us, right? And just say like, I know, I know you feel like you don't mm -hmm. have enough and I know you feel like a failing father and I know you feel like, you know, th this whole world's on your shoulder in a ministry or whatever it may be where you are. But like, it's not. And sometimes you just need to come and let me hold you and sometimes mm -hmm. you just need to let me reassure you like that as you said my love's a free gift and with that love comes gifts that i'm trying to give you 
that allow you to do the things that your heart wants to do, right? And when you're seeking only the true Father's affirmation, right? That's what it says, our compensation, our need is affirmation from the Father. So often we turn in our inadequacies for someone else to to affirm us, right? Well, tell me I'm good at this. Tell me this is what I need to do. Tell me for sure that I'm on the right track. Tell me I'm not making mistakes. Well, no one can tell you that. The only person that can really tell you that is God. And he doesn't say it by going, Victor, this is where you need to go and turn, you idiot. Uh You've run into that wall seven times. Let me take notes (laughs) on our daily meeting, God. That's right. 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 Sometimes it's just like, I'm going to go and I'm going to sit. Yeah. And I'm going to feel like I'm just going to open myself. Just being present. Right. And being present and exposing myself, being vulnerable, letting God hold me. Right. And just saying, I don't know what you want, but what's important to me is you. And, 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 and yes, we aren't enough, but coming to understand that we're enough because of him, right? It's, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't say I can do all things through myself who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. And that's the mistake we often make. And, you know, you go back to scripture and maybe these are places to look when you're sitting with God, you just to sit with scripture and, and you like, I love Isaiah cause it's chock full of this stuff. But Isaiah 41 10 says, fear not for I'm with you. Be not dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you with my righteous right hand. Like that's God the Father, the God of the universe, the God that made everything, taking time out of his day to say, I'm with you, don't be afraid. You know, I know you're not strong enough. I know you're, you're inadequate as far as it goes for strength that you need to persevere, mm-hmm. but I'm not, and I've got boatloads I'll give you if you just come to me and ask for it. I'll help you. I'll uphold you with my righteous hand, right? I'm going to hold you up just like a kid who's taking his first steps. And you're worried you're going to fall and your parents are there to grab you each time. Or when you're trying to ride that bicycle for the first time in your life and they finally let go and, and you're going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And you look back and your dad's jogging right alongside mm-hmm. in case something happens. We forget so often that that's the father we have in heaven. I'm so guilty of that. And father, I repent of that right now in this moment of, of just forgetting that time and time again. Um, he goes on to say, Isaiah 54.10, for the mountains may depart and the hills may be removed, but my steadfast love shall never depart from you, and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord who has right. compassion on Which you. Which means it's timeless. Right. There's, like, no, there's no expiration on his love. Yeah, there's right. no, like, what's the song? There ain't no mountain high enough to keep right. me from getting to you, babe. I mean, that's what God is saying there in, 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 in that verse. Um, you know, Jeremiah 29.11, for I know the plans I have for you. You don't. And you feel inadequate because of it, because you don't see the whole picture. But I do, right? I do, and I know it's hard, and and it is hard, and that's why you got to trust. And trust is hard. And so often we brush over these things as if they're easy. And sometimes maybe on this podcast we made them seem like they are. But Victor, I mean, I, you see me when these things are off, and mm-hmm. I fail at this a lot. And thank God I have you and David and my wonderful wife and so many other people in my life that are just like, hey, man, like. Listen to what you're saying. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Stop preaching to other people and preach to yourself sometimes. And and I think we all need to do that sometimes. But, you know, he goes through and says, you know, I've got these plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. I'm not a God who's, like, as he says, giving you a snake instead of a fish in the New Testament, right? Like, I'm not that type of God. I'm someone who wants your good. And so, yes, we're not enough. We're enough to God, but we're not enough without God. Right? He said, I created you. I loved you into existence. You have a purpose. There's a meaning to your life. You're not going to find it on your own. Mm-hmm. You need me. You need me. You need me. You need me. 
to find the highest part of who you are. Right, right. right. The, the perfect self. I guess you say the perfect um, coming up together of, right. the, of the spirit and the body. Uh, right, this yeah. this of fullness of who you're supposed right. to be. And so we're always going to feel inadequate as long as we're allowing ourselves to tell ourselves we can do it by ourselves or to listen to the devil, man. And, and I just, I preach about this all the time and it makes me feel like a, a hypocrite, man. Like when I have days sometimes in my life where I just, I might as well have a baseball bat and a beating the tar out of myself and, and just let the devil sit over there and eat Cheetos while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, he's doing his work for, I'm doing, you know, he's doing my work for me. And, and he's just sitting there beating the stew out of himself because he's forgotten God's love. As it says here on this sheet from Christopher and Dr. Bob Schutz is we forget God's love because we become obsessed with our inadequacy, obsessed that we're not enough in a negative light to where we start to go down that path of despair instead of saying, you know what, God loves me, remembering God's love, understanding that, yes, I am inadequate in so many ways when I'm not walking with my God. Mm-hmm. And so there's also verses that were given here as gifts. Um, one's from the New Testament from Paul. Actually, all three of them are from the New Testament. The first one's from Paul, Second uh, Corinthians 3, 5. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God, right? This is where we have to, to send ourselves when we feel inadequate. It's, yeah, I am. Thanks, devil. Don't need a reminder of that. Yeah. I know that on my own. Go waste your time somewhere else. I know I'm inadequate. I need God. Thanks for reminding me today. Thanks for doing my, you know, doing a, a good job today, devil, right. of, of reminding me of something I should know myself in my heart. And that's the difference of moving it from our head to our heart. Another one from Matthew 9, 26. But Jesus looked at them and said, with this man, with, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Right. We have to go back and remind ourselves because the lies come fast and furious, man. It's like the devil's got a bunch of archers with flaming arrows pointed at you all day long. And you're sitting there just doing your best to deflect them. We have to go back to the things that keep us in our identity of who we are, in our prayer time, in the Mass, and the things that keep us who we are. If it's daily Mass, if it's confession, if it's adoration, if it's time with your wife, time with your kids, all the things in the narrow road, these are the place that God is calling us to go back to. Because it's what remind us, reminds us that, yes, we do need God, that we're lost and broken on our own. So one final one here. Am I, and I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. This is St. Paul, always encouraging. You know, St. Paul was probably at some point in his life said, man, like I was supposed to do all this great stuff for God and here I'm in jail time and time again. I feel abandoned. I feel alone. But every time, you know, God came and got him out except for the last time when he called him home, right? When he was beheaded. But guys, we're all going to have times in our life where we feel like we're alone, where we feel like we're inadequate, that we're not enough. And it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It really does. Like, I, I'm trying to keep from crying <laughs> mm-hmm. in this moment because I know that pain. And if you're feeling that pain, look, you have a Lord that doesn't want you to walk with that in yourself. Right? He doesn't, he doesn't want you to walk through that alone because that leads to the devil and that leads to mistakes. That leads to thinking that maybe you don't deserve to be here and all those terrible thoughts that could come through our mind. So I beg you, my brothers, when you're feeling inadequate, to remember the Father's voice, you know, to remember what he said to Jesus from heaven, which he says to us, right? Because of Jesus' baptism, we too were brought into the Holy Family, into reconciliation, and our identity is not worthless. Our identity is not not needed. Our identity is not good enough. Is not good enough. Our identity is beloved, my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased with whom I am well pleased, in your mistakes, in your inadequacies, in your faults, in your failures, 
you're enough because I say you're enough. That's the voice of God. That's the only thing we need to listen to. And I am preaching to myself as much as I'm preaching to every one of you. So I beg you, my brothers, if you're in that place where you're feeling that loss, go to the people in your life that bring you back to the Lord. If you don't have some, then pray for the Lord to send some into your life. Right? That's what we're starting these groups for. It's not so that we can go around and at the end of, the, if, of my ministry career, I could say I started you know, 4,800 groups around the country. It's so that men don't have to go through this stuff alone. It's so that men don't have to sit there and be beat up by the devil all day long. There's another way. Victor is a proof of this in my life. David, who you can't see, is proof of this in my life. You surround yourself by God and by the people who he's put in your life to care about you and then in turn care about them in that same way. And you find your way through this lie of inadequacy. You realize, yeah, I'm not enough, but that's okay. Because with God and with my brothers and with my community, I am enough. Not because of the things that I have myself, but because of the gifts they're giving me from God and from the community of brothers that he has put in my life. So guys, if you're dealing with this, go to your word, go to your prayer, go to your friends, go to God himself and sit with him. I challenge you, don't talk, don't lament, don't complain. He knows what's wrong. He knows what hurts. He is the divine physician. He can see that your arm is broken before you walk in there. Just sit down. Let him put a cast on it. Let him hold you. Let him tell you everything's going to be all right. And then ask him for guidance so that you don't get in that place again. So let's take it to prayer, Victor, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, so many of us spend so much time thinking we aren't enough. The devil loves to pound us with the lie of inadequacy. Help us to combat that lie with the truth of your love. And Jesus, whenever we feel the despair of inadequacy, remind us that we are enough because of you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com. Or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.